So the listeners who know me personally have asked me why I don't talk about business on BU. Well, the reason is because it just didn't feel right. I was following my gut, my heart, and my intuition. And now I know that the time is now. So I'm really, really happy about a decision that we made at BU. And that is to create a spinoff channel. So if you go over to bu.supercast.tech, you will discover BU in business. On that platform, I will share all things sales, marketing, team building, attraction marketing, building a business without sacrificing your integrity, your values, your energy, and yourself. I did it the wrong way for a lot of years. I was the queen of hustle and grind. And yes, I did build a very substantial business that I was proud of, but it came at a huge cost. And a lot of women are out there building businesses, sacrificing themselves. I'm excited to share with you what I learned and the evidence I have to prove that that new way of building business as myself, the real version of myself, without being cookie cutter, without sacrificing what really made sense to me in my heart, how that brought me more growth and more income than I had ever made with so much less effort. I've lived through both the before and the after, and I'm excited to teach you everything that I figured out the hard way. I will save you years and years of mistakes and painful lessons. And I realize that now is the time to do that. I'm truly, truly, truly all in with this. And I can't wait to get into that with you and go as deep as you want to go. You'll be able to interact with me. You'll be able to make suggestions about episodes, ask me questions. And I think you're going to be very refreshed by what you see over there. It's not what you're seeing everywhere on social media and in other programs. I'm going to be so real and raw and honest with you. And my greatest joy is going to be empowering women to be hugely successful without feeling drained, without feeling that relationships are strained, and without feeling like there's nothing left for you. There's a better way to build. And I'm going to show you how. So meet me over on Supercast and we'll get started together. There is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. 
it was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey everyone, welcome back to BU Podcast. For those of you who are new listeners, we are so happy to have you in this community that we call BU Collective. You can always join our text community, 260-217-4675, to stay connected and find out what's brewing for the collective. So I'm so happy to tell you that we are now a part of Supercast. So if you want to find out what's happening over there, go to bu.supercast.tech, B-E-Y-O-U.supercast.tech. When you go to Supercast, you will hear a little commercial of me telling you what will be discussed on that channel. All things sales, marketing, business building, the topic of divorce, remarrying, blending families, all over on Supercast. So go check it out. So I am a former emotional dumper, oversharer, and energy vampire. You know those people. So you're chit-chatting with someone at a networking event. Maybe it's just at work. Maybe it's on a walk. Maybe it's at the gym. Maybe it's at church. And you feel the life being sucked out of you. (laughs) They might be the nicest person and they're just talking. They're just sharing. But you feel that energy being sucked out of you. It's like they're a mood hoover. Perhaps they are telling you a long story about something that happened to them or occurred in their life. You feel like they have taken all of their emotion and whatever situation they're in and they have literally dumped it in your lap. They have you holding the screaming baby and all you notice besides the screaming baby that's flipping around in your arms that you didn't want to hold is the person's lips just moving and moving and moving and moving and moving. Well, I did that for years unknowingly. So please give these people grace because that used to be me. I know now where it comes from. It's from fear and it's from wounding. It's someone who's emotionally immature. Their emotional intelligence is not where it could be. Their EQ. They're not able to sit with emotions. They're not able to sit with their feelings for very long because of unprocessed trauma, et cetera, from their childhood. And so they come along and they're just like, oh, hey, 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 boom, and they drop it in your lap. Or they text you and ask you to call them right away, right then. They need to talk right then. They don't ask if you're in a space where you can listen. They don't ask if it's okay to share. They just share. Now, the interesting thing, because I used to be one of them, that I can tell you is that they do not mean any harm they actually feel that they're connecting with you. That's the unhealthy part of them. That's the wounding. They think that by sharing this with you, there's connection. They probably feel secure with you. They feel that they can trust you. You are grounding for them. And so instead of just sitting with it, you know, they don't understand what it, what it means to sleep on it. That would never happen with someone who's an emotional dumper or an oversharer. They don't know how to do that. I was never able to do this. I had to immediately dump it. And I'm going to give you an example. Unfortunately, this really happened. So uh, many, many, many years ago, I was married to someone else and he received devastating news that he lost his job. And it was it was a job that was better than any job he had ever had. Like we kind of thought we had won the lottery. 
and he found out he was fired. And instead of sitting with it, processing it, I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know how to hold it. And I walked out of our bedroom and my daughter, who could not have been more than 11 or 12, walked out of her bedroom and I said, daddy lost his job. Okay, that conversation traumatized her. And she didn't tell me until she was about 21 years old that she had money issues, an unhealthy money mindset and money story because of me dumping that in her lap when she was too immature to handle it. I'm not proud that I did that. That's an extreme example of oversharing and emotional dumping. Sometimes emotional dumping is just me in my past, seeing you at a party. How are you? Oh my gosh. And then tell you everything that was going on in my life or everything that happened that day. I know someone who does this. Every time I talk to her, it's nothing but drama and everything that's gone wrong. And I'm just so stressed. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so stressed out. Meanwhile, she's signing up for the stress. And there's never, ever a time where she can just be and have a conversation. It always has to at least start with that. And I have to give her a lot of grace because that used to be me. So if you're someone who starts a conversation with someone and you feel any emotional charge around it, please ask them first, are you in a place where you can hold space for this and receive this? And if you're not, please tell me. Ask yourself before you even ask them, have I processed these feelings and these emotions? Have I sat with them for longer than 24 hours, 48 hours? If I haven't, it's not time to talk. Have I done some release work? Have I moved my body and walked out in nature and connected with myself and done some deep breathing and prayed about it and turned it over to whatever I believe is bigger than me? Have I asked for guidance from that internal GPS? before asking a friend. Why am I going to that friend? Why is she or he the one I'm going to? Is there some sort of a need of mine? Is this some sort of a wound healing for me? Is it soothing? Is it picking a scab? Am I getting a need met? Do I do this often with this person? When's the last time I brought a situation to them that I needed their advice on or I just wanted to vent to them about and it felt emotionally charged or heavy or thick. When's the last time that happened? Oh, it just happened three months ago. Probably shouldn't do it. When's the last time I asked this person how they are? When is the last time that I just listened and I sat with them? Now we know what the answers are going to be to those questions because someone who does this doesn't know how to do that. They can't sit with themselves, let alone with someone else. They can't hold space for their own emotions. How are they going to hold space for yours? But if you're listening to this and that's you, I'm asking you to ask these questions so that you will see the mirror that's in front of you. I'm asking you to consider these questions so that with grace, you can realize that you have been unknowingly, unintentionally violating unspoken boundaries. There's nothing wrong with venting to a friend. There's nothing wrong with sharing experiences that even that are very, very painful with others. But if we haven't processed yet or sat with it yet at all, done any sort of healing on our own with it, it's too soon to put it in the conversation with someone else. And if that's a person that we've done this with many times and the ball hasn't been hit back onto our side of the net, it's important to be aware of that. If we just keep chucking balls 
at the other person, eventually they're going to walk away. I mean, a helmet won't even help. They're going to put their racket down and just bolt. And you'll wonder why people don't want to be around you. We all know that person. (laughs) We look the other way when they're coming. No matter how nice they are, we're like, "I, I can't take another story. I can't handle it. Or just their energy. It's heavy. It's prickly. Oversharing is a term that I heard from Brene Brown. I was really honored to be chosen in a former career of mine. I think there were about 60 of us out of thousands that were chosen to lead groups of people through a program created specifically by Brene Brown for that company called Brave Leaders. And in that experience, I went through first as a student and then I took some groups through. And in that experience, I heard about oversharing. Now, some people think oversharing is gossiping. It actually is different. What we're talking about with oversharing here is sharing too much, things that shouldn't be shared, taking vulnerability and authenticity and sort of perverting them unintentionally. And that used to be me. I would share way too many personal details with people way too soon and with too many people too often. Didn't think anything of it, had no filter. I thought it just made me honest. It's not attractive. Now, energy vampires can suck the energy out of you without saying a word. They may not be an emotional dumper and they may not be an oversharer. They may just be an energy vampire. But in this conversation, we're talking about the people who are all three. The actions of emotional dumping and oversharing causes the effect of being an emotional and energy vampire where you just feel like you have nothing left or you're in the conversation and you are like, help me. And you just want to get away. Now, if you're in that situation, here, I'll tell you what I say. I pause them and I don't apologize. I don't ask permission. And I just say, hey, hold on a minute. I need you to excuse me. If you want to make it a little more tolerable, you could say, Hey, it's been great catching up with you, which isn't true. That's why I wouldn't say it. It's been great catching up with you. I'm going to go over and get myself a drink and walk around and talk to some other people. Sort of a hybrid of the two would be this. Hey, Mary, I am so sorry to interrupt you or talk over you, interrupt you mid-thought. But you know what? I'm going to go grab myself a drink, get a little snack and walk around and talk to some other people. I'm only going to be here about an hour Thank you so much for coming over and saying hi. I really hope things turn around for you and I hope you have a really great night. I know that's making some of you squirm. You could be a liar, liar, pants on fire and make up an excuse, but you're not helping her and you're not helping yourself by doing that. So I hope you don't do that. But either way, get out of the conversation. Move on. So how do you know if you are in relationship with someone who's an emotional dumper? It's funny, one of the listeners about a month ago reached out to me and asked me to do an episode on this. She was in a situation with someone maybe at work or something. And she said, will you please talk about this? And I never did it. And I was just looking at the note section of my phone and realized, oh, you know what? That's something we could talk about today. So when you are in a conversation or in a relationship, for crying out loud, with someone who shows up this way, you will feel like your energy is drained. You're going to definitely feel like you are doing a lot of giving not by talking, but by receiving. So giving of energy, and then it's not reciprocated. You'll probably feel a little resentful. And the other thing is you might find yourself in a friendship or in conversation with someone 
who is not really listening to you. So they dump all of this on you and they say they want to vent and they want your advice, but they don't take the advice. You know that friend? That's an emotional dumper on steroids. She has her own category. What should we call her? (laughs) I mean, these are the people who they've basically just used you so that they can satisfy a need and they're not going to listen to any advice that you give anyway. They just want to sort of relive the experience and re-traumatize themselves or convince themselves of something. And you just happen to be a warm body. So you get to decide whether or not you're going to be that warm body. It's completely up to you. And if you are attracting these people, look at yourself. Why do I keep attracting people who show up this way? You probably are not good with boundaries. You probably tend to be a people pleaser. You might be someone who's an avoider. You don't like conflict or you're afraid of conflict. So if you don't fix that, these people will keep showing up and keep showing up and keep showing up until you learn the lesson. Just picture that person in front of you. There's going to be an infinite number of people in line behind her. And until you change you, they will keep showing up. So you can complain all you want, but guess what? If you don't change you and you keep complaining about the people who show up this way, guess what? You're just like them. Ooh, ouch, that hurt. Yep, but it's true. If you keep complaining about how they're showing up, but you don't change you and ask why you're attracting them and why do you enable them because what you enable, you invite, then you just like that person are not looking inward and you're not taking the advice. So how do you like them apples? I could laugh about this because, you know, it didn't feel very good when I figured out that I was showing up that way. I would feel this sort of energetic pull away from people and I didn't get it because I was like bubbly and funny and fun and really nice and I give a lot of compliments and why do I feel like they're pulling away from me? And now I know why. Because I was just and then this and complaining and complaining about the traffic and this person and this happened when I was in line at this store and you know I got ripped off here and you're like, oh, well, wait, that's just a negative person. Well, there are people who are negative who don't show up like this. I was both. Scarcity and an emotional dumper, energy vampire overshare. And you too can have a top 100 podcast. Let me show you how. Only five spots left. $19.99. (laughs) Okay, so I hope you found this little ditty helpful. I really do care about each of you, even though I don't know most of you. Almost 70 countries, thousands and thousands of you all over the world. Thank you so much for listening to VU Podcast. Thank you so much for sharing the space with me and with the others in this group. Know that you are loved, you are appreciated, you are seen. And don't forget to breathe, love yourself, and surrender. Have a beautiful day. <laughs>